Welcome to Great Match Generator, episode 26 on a the Social Suplex Podcast Network here on the weekend. We are recording this on a Friday, so I, I normally say on a Friday or something, but then I make it time sensitive by saying on a Friday or something. But I'm here with Adam. How are you doing, Adam? I'm good. Uh, you know. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy in the wrestling world right now. You know? uh, people shooting on each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Uh, We're not even talking about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. That hasn't already been said a thousand times. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else we got. Uh, what else is new? Uh, well, I work for BodySlam.net now. That happened. Um, that that happened out of the blue. <laughs> they asked me. I had no idea. Like I had no idea there was even like a thought behind it. And then they, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to all out. I'm going to the wrestling result revolver show Sunday. Um, to see Moxley and others. Uh, it'll be my first day off in two weeks. Uh, I'll probably There's- go to. Straight days of working. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so my schedule is supposed to be Monday through Friday. And uh, as we were leaving today, we had an easy shift today. Not an easy shift, but an early. You know, we got out early. My boss looks at me. And she's like, hey, would you work next weekend? Too? I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Need the overtime. Yes. <laughs> but uh, I wish you wouldn't have asked. Uh, yeah, just crazy stuff going on. Uh, I think I'm going to GCW, The Art of War, uh, too. Lots of wrestling, lots of stuff, craziness all around. Yeah, it's just been craziness all around the wrestling world. And it's never going to stop. WrestleMania is coming to Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, that that happened in the midst of the Triple H craziness. So, So, it... It's going to blow my mind once everybody congregates to here in like a year and a half. I, uh, shit, I might go. I might just go to like some indie shows or something. You know, I won't go to the, you know, WWE shows or anything. I'm going to go to Mania because, like, one, it's not both nights because that would be such a drag. I'm probably going to go to Stock Guy. I, uh, I was talking to, uh, I was talking to an indie promoter the other day, uh, and uh, I was like talking. To, I was like, you know, like I always dreamed of going to WrestleMania. Now it's like if I went, like I'd go to like every show except WrestleMania. It was. It's just weird, you know. Yeah, it is weird. It is really weird. And now it's going to be in my city, so it, it is weird. So. Um, we have four great matches for you, like always on Great Match Generator on a, on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. We have, for you, we have Fuerza Carrera versus Octagon from CMLL, 11-191, or it could be 11-391, depending on what day you use or whatnot. Then we have Steiner Brothers versus Tatsumi Fujinami and and Izuka Takashi Izuka from WCW May seventeenth, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, then Russell. we have Wrestle War. Yep. Then we have Toshiaki Kawada versus Mansa, Toshiaki Kawada and Mansa Fuji versus Yuji Nagata and Takashi Izuka. Yes, of all the wrestlers, we got two matches. We got two Izuka matches. Yeah, you think you think you know, you know, you, all the greats. You know, uh, Steamboat, Danielson, Kobashi, Toyota, Izuka. You know, you know that's what I think of. That's uh, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. That's awesome though. New Japan Pro Wrestling, twelve fourteen, uh, two thousand, and then. Finley versus, well, we're going to have a tough conversation today. Chris Benoit. Yeah. WWE Judgment Day, 5-21-2006. Yeah. 
And we're saving that Benoit match for the last because we normally go in date order. And now we're going to Octagon versus Fuerza Carrera. Uh, From CMLL. We go, we go in date order. So Yes. Match had a hot start. Um, you know, um, crowd, you know, crowd's hot, you know. Uh, I really liked. I really liked all three falls. You know, like um, if you go back and watch some of those old lucha matches, you know, uh, you know how sometimes you feel like you, you a, a fall got wasted. You know, like there's always like the one where like the heel gets the cheap victory in the second or something. You know, something like that. You know, and it's it's like three minutes. It's nothing. You know, this didn't really feel like that. Um, I liked um, I liked a lot in this. It was like a couple moves I had. There was a nasty spinebuster. Um, I um, did you did you watch this? When did you watch this? Yeah, I watched this on YouTube. I know. I mean, when when did you watch it? I watched it about a few days ago. Okay. Did you watch uh, uh, Penta and uh, Phoenix versus Andrade and um, Ruth? Yes, I did. And so they when they tied up Pentagon's Pentagon's mask into the ropes, I was like, shit, where have I seen that spot recently? In this match. Like, yeah, Octagon versus Square. So yeah. Um Yeah, it was uh you know, good good some good blood like a good lucha bloodbath. You know, not it didn't get super bloody, but you know, fun shit. Uh decent uh, like the the near the second like what I was saying about the falls the second fall was um, very compelling you know and uh, they did I I liked that they were doing um, like they made the submissions look like a struggle you know yeah I I really liked that the submissions looked like struggles and the blood really added to the match yeah and then the third the third was very dramatic too so it was you know. Really good lucha matches. I mean, this, that's my type of shit, you know. You know, uh, lucha's my thing, kind of, you know. Like, it's what I like to, like, just kind of yeah. put on. You know, I don't, like, think about it, review it, like, write down, you know. It's, um, you know, I'll just, like, throw on an old playlist of CMLL or something some days and just, like, have it on as background noise, you know. I'll just look up and be like, oh, hey, cool. You know what <laughs> bothers me a lot about trying to throw something random on now? The algorithm really bothers me now because yeah. the algorithm tries to steer you away from what you're trying to watch or the vibe you're trying to watch. So when that first started, I remember, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what I was watching, man. But I fell asleep for a minute. And I woke up and Vince Russo was yelling at me on an old TNA pay-per-view. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I just make playlists from now on. Like if I'm, if I'm doing like a watch party on on Discord or something or whatever, um, you know, or yeah, if I just I'm gonna yeah. make like I made like huge playlists and stuff like that. But I don't want to make a playlist for everything. It's just like these algorithms suck. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear Vince Russo or any wrestler. Honestly, some yeah. wrestlers rather hear more than others, but um, but. You, you you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just annoying that the algorithm wants... Because I watch other things other than wrestling on YouTube, too. Oh, yeah. I'll have, like, yeah, some wild shit. Like, you know, it'll be like the Joe Budden podcast or, like, a rap battle will come on. And I'll be like, whoa, whoa, I was trying to watch... It'll be, like, it'll, it'll be like I'm watching some CMLL shit or some some... All Japan shit, and then uh, all of a sudden, Doug Demiro comes on. I'm like, like, what the fuck? It's hard to fall asleep to that kind of. Yeah. Not that you want to fall asleep to it. It's just like. Do you nature that you watch things? Do you watch shoot interviews too? I do. Yeah, that'll pop up. Like, but it'll be like it'll be someone you just don't. I won't name names, but it'll be someone you just don't give a fuck about, you know? Yeah, yeah. It'll be Kevin Nash. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, Kevin fucking Nash. And, you know the Kevin Nash shoot interview where he's like eating a salad. Or, or the Kevin Nash podcast with Sean fucking Oliver, and I'm like, I ha- see. I haven't listened to that. I won't listen to it. I I found uh, I was listening to an old Between the Sheets. Uh, sorry, we're getting off track, y'all. But uh, no, we're no. This is bound to happen. But yeah, it's so I was listening to an old Between the Sheets, and it was about uh, the last Nitro before Russo took over, and they had Nash out there doing commentary. And it's become a joke between me and like uh, Gage, Joe, Andrew, a few others, where um, Dave says in the Observer write up, he's like talking about Nash doing commentary. He's like, so you can add commentary to wrestling, booking, and doing interviews to the list of things Kevin Nash doesn't do well. (laughs) For some reason, it's the funniest shit I've ever heard. And so we just started adding everything else to the list. Like there was some really bad quote that uh it doesn't, it doesn't even do the hair flip well. Yeah, there was there was uh there was some um there's a compilation of Nash on commentary from that um episode, by the way, and it's great. It's like because th- it's not great, it's horrible, but it's also great. Uh but uh yeah, it's <laughs> it's like Kevin Nash. Yeah, to the list of things he doesn't do. Yeah, but it's fucking Nash. You don't care. Yeah. Oh man, he. Uh, you remember Al Green? But we gotta get back to this match. Yeah. What did you? I went four and a quarter. I went four and a half. Okay, right there. I believe I went four and a half. I might have went four and a quarter. Let me find it. Let me find octagon. Where is it? Where? Where is it? I have to find. Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Okay. Yeah. See. One and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half. One and a half. half. I just like bloody wrestling one. Yeah. And it's just like you're listening to these and these guys just beat the shit out of each other. It's not like your standard like Lucha flying fest. Yeah. Yeah. And Octagon is a little awkward sometimes. Yeah. Which prevents uh, it from going to the next level for me. Um, up next, we have the uh, Steiners, Steiners versus Fujinami and Azuka. The first of two Takashi Azuka matches, and we're covering Azuka two, twice in a row. So <laughs> this is the Takashi Azuka show, baby. Um, I, I can't seem to find my notes for that match, which is weird. It's real weird because that's like in the same should be in the same notebook. I don't know what happened here. Um. Uh, so I did take notes for this one, so um, I did I take notes. I gave it four. I remember the crowd. Like uh, I remembered, um, you know, uh, you know how like we had to deal with that god awful discourse about um, like Forbidden Door. It was yeah. like you know we need an eight minute vignette for uh, El Fantasmo and whoever else. Um, I'd assume they did a hell of a lot less. To hype up Fujinami and Azuka, and they probably did I think that. they just put these guys out there. Yeah, and it's funny because the WCW crowds would like eat that type of match up, not knowing like you know wrestler A and wrestler B. They just watched the match and they were like, "This fucking rules," you know. And um, and Azuka was flying around the ring. In this match. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jesse Ventura was already making the racist comments about the automakers. I, uh, so I wasn't really paying attention to the commentary because I actually did like, uh, like I was just watching matches and I threw that on, uh, and we did like, um, our own voice. So, you know how, like, we kind of been doing those chats. Yeah. On yeah. yeah. We, so it was kind of like me and Gage and some other people doing commentary to it, which meant we were just probably making Norm McDonald jokes. Um, 
But uh, it was probably a lot better than Jesse Ventura's commentary. I'll tell you that much because right. Ventura would have hated our commentary. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh yes. Um, uh, gorilla. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was. I, it was a really good match. I think I gave it like uh, four even. Uh, I gave I it four and a quarter. The the uh, finishing stretch with the belly and belly double jump. Double Japanese arm drag into the clothesline, nice high angle German spike pile driver. They did the Steiner line, top rope belly to belly onto Izuka for the win by the Steiners. Yeah, that top rope belly to belly got a pop, a massive pop. Um, yeah, I lo- the Steiners fucking rule. This rule, this rule. <laughs> I'm sorry, this rule, the Steiners rule. Izuka rule, Fujinami rule. This has every recipe for the match to rule. Yeah. So Man, I gave WCW kind of gets slept on. I guess because there's like, I don't know, it is kind of a weird, weird year. But like, there's a lot of good shit going on in 1992 WCW. Also, some bad shit, you know. I think uh, Halloween Havoc won worst show of the year and uh, had uh, the worst match of the year. But, you know, still some fun shit in 92. And you got Sting, Steiner, the Vaders, uh, the Steiners, Vaders, you know, lots of cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It was really cool. Uh, yeah, so sorry, I got distracted there. Um, yeah. um, so we have the other, the other Takashi Azuka match with Yuji Nagata versus Masafuchi and um, Toshiaki Kawada, and this was on another level. This was insane. Um, the heat you could just tell. Um, you can just tell from the be- very beginning. Like, and it's it's so hot for the, uh, like, the New Japan versus All Japan type stuff. Like, uh, you know, Nagata's super over. I mean, everybody's super over, but Nagata's super over. Like, so much that, like, like, there was, like, this weird sound from the crowd when Nagata and Kawada both finally tagged in. Um, and, um, you know, there's just great grappling. Um, like I said, with the the crowd, they were chanting like they like you you know they you, they're chanting from Nagata that you've got Liger and Kinsuke in the corner because they're like Kinsuke Sasaki because it's like you know they're Team New Japan you know um, just major heat on this one uh, right. Fuji ends up hitting this crazy backdrop driver and like this like it. I, like the the crowd bit on this near fall so hard, um, and then um, you know Azuka was great in this match too. Were we sleeping on Azuka? Um, Azuka like we're sleeping on Azuka because Azuka rules in this. Yeah, he dude, he. There's this segment where he's got um, he's like <clears throat> kind of like a face in peril, but he's like firing back, you know. He just shows such great fire. I was like, I, I, I was like, just popping so hard for it. I was like, please make the tag, like, like you know, cheering for him, you and know. I'm and then the hot tag. And he tends Azuka where he sucked. Yeah. And uh, you know, you get the hot tag, and then the Gatos in there going crazy, and you know, they're they're throwing strikes around him and Kawada. Who's the big surprise? The Gata was like. Uh, my favorite wrestler in the world at one point, like before I got super into Danielson. Um, I guess, well, it would have been like Nagata and Marafuji at the time. Um, you know, the massive pop. Kawada gets, uh, gets uh, I think it was Nagata and the stretch plum that gets broken up, huge pop. Um, there's like just uh, a great spot where uh, there's double submissions. Yeah, uh, the double submission one. Yeah, that double submission was so believable. Yeah, oh, I I fucking loved it. 
Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. My last note on this is this fucking rules. So, yeah. Uh, I had fun watching I went full five. I went full five. <laughs> See, I couldn't go the full five for some reason. Like, I, my thing is, if I'm going to go five, I have to, like, if I have to think about it, I can't go five. It's four and, a qu- or four and three quarters. Oh, the, the- I, I could I, I I didn't think about it. It was like it was so easy for me. Um this is everything I want. Oh yeah. That was Nagata Kawada exchange. They rip each other into vicious face slaps and then Nagata ends up in the ends up getting the better of it with a cross arm breaker and then the time limit just expires as this is how you do a fucking draw. Yeah, that is such a good match. Uh, I yeah. Again, I love like if if you don't follow me on Twitter, you know I'm a huge fan of the Holy Demon. I mean, so Kawada, like you put Kawada in a tag match, I'm in, and then you know, like I just said, and the guy is one of my favorite ever. You know, so that show was she was so good to me. Yeah, so, yeah, th- th- this was great. And I wasn't really expecting this to be great. I didn't know the lore behind this match. And, and oh, boy, I was glad I knew the lore afterwards. <laughs> Meltzer see, did break this five star. See, I, um, I think I'd seen this before, but it's been a long, long time. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I was glad to watch it again. I'll tell you that much. It just puts a big smile on your face. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's the type of wrestling that makes you want to watch more wrestling, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, five. Yeah, and that's why I gave it five stars. It's like, this is the type of wrestling you just can't deny. Yeah, you watch it and you're like, shit, I want to watch it. Like, yo, someone, someone sent me another Kawada match. Someone sent me another Nagata match. Something like, I want to watch this shit, man. You know? So, next up, we have the Finley versus Chris Benoit. And we're going to have to have a tough conversation right now. Uh, do you want to start with the Benoit stuff or. The, uh, uh, Chris Benoit is an American pro wrestler that uh, murdered his family and killed himself. Um, yeah. Let's just put I, it out there bluntly. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know, like, um, you know, recently we just had the whole... Um, Dark Side of the Ring and... Well, and but like there was some discourse like a month ago from... Jordan Grace. Yes, and it was like, I don't know, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's such a touchy subject. I don't even want to touch that one. <laughs> yeah, and it's, well, I don't want to touch any of it, like, it's, you know, like, I, I don't know, I saw people, like, you know, judging, like, Jericho, uh, Nancy's sister, uh, I saw people talking about, like, I think it gets real ugly when um, it's a lose situation to talk about this guy. It's a lose lose situation. Any any time David Benoit gets brought up, I get real uncomfortable. Um, People people talk about him in such a weird way, like the other side. They're they're like you know he he shouldn't wrestle with that last night. It's like, dude, that was his father. Like, you got to think like, not only would like, would that the events of uh, the summer of 2007 be like, you know, traumatic things weren't good in that house even before that. So like that kid had a rough childhood. Like, I don't know. Like I, I don't think you should judge the kid, you know, especially since we don't know him. But he's not even a wrestler, you know what I mean? He's not even... In the public weird. eye? Yeah, he's just a fucking guy, like, really, you know, and, like, people... I don't know. He's not even... You know what I mean? Like, in the Benoit circle. Right. I think, like, 
Like, I think like the weird like parasocial stuff that's going on lately with certain wrestlers and both big companies, honestly, and I mean some of the indies is kind of annoying. But at least like those are performers that are on your TV or you know on on your on your stream, whatever. However you choose to watch whatever company. David Benoit is not so like way off him. Yeah, that that that's how I feel about it. I think Chris Benoit's fair game. That's how yeah. I feel about it. Because I can review a match of his and say it's objectively good or subjectively good. I I've gotten Better with Ben Was separating. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions. Promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The art from the artist, but not many other people separating the art from the artist. It's... I don't know. It's tough with someone. It's like, I don't know. It, you know, you know what I thought actually? Uh, how did Benoit not get voted out of the Observer Hall of Fame? Like, it was a very different arc, time in 2007. The overwhelming, the overarching argument like that I hear is like, they didn't want to set a precedent. It's like, is that a precedent that murderers can't be in the fucking Hall of Fame? Like, feels like a decent precedent to set for me. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. It's... I, I don't think Halls of Fame are Halls of Very Good People. That's... Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, there's plenty of... Okay, I'm there's plenty of terrible... There's plenty of terrible people in the... Uh, oh, man. Yeah, in the Observer Hall of Fame, and the Baseball Hall of Fame, and the best, it, yeah, tons of these, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, the WWE Hall of Fame is filled with them. The WWE Hall of Fame has an award named after one, um, but I feel like you can set the bar at murder. Like I feel like that's the one, you know, not using. Wrestler A is racism, or wrestler B is history of these crimes, or whatever. I'm not excusing those, but I'm saying we could set the bar at murder, you know? I just think at the time they didn't want to set any precedent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I think is. I think if that vote were done today, I think you'd be out. Oh, yeah. I think I think it would be. So it won't be way out of there. But, yeah. And that's where that discourse comes from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, it, it's a conversation to have because... I mean, it's a conversation that needs to be had, especially since I don't know if... I don't know if... You're, you and your previous host that ever reviewed a Benoit match. No. I feel like it. we should set the precedent of, like, you know, having that conversation and saying, like... Me this is not a good dude. It's not a good yeah. dude. No. And me, personally... <laughs> not enforcing it. No. I wouldn't... I wouldn't uh, okay, so, I mean, I'm sure anyone listening or anyone that knows me or us knows like the president like the, the the way our podcast works is we took a list of the greatest matches ever uh, from a project you know and um 
we uh, these are other people's lists and i think you probably participated uh, yeah. i have not um and we so i'm in a randomizer and we review four four matches per show and then like i wouldn't just i wouldn't be sitting at home on a thursday night like i was last night and just be like damn i want to watch a benoit match like no i watch yeah we watch this match for this podcast um and i feel like we should set a precedent of like how we feel about benoit you know and i feel like uh when i i guess part of why i was saying like we set the bar with murder like that way we don't have to you know relitigate every bad human in wrestling like when we review a match because like I'm sure. No. Because if we have to relitigate every bad human in wrestling, we would have to do every episode. Honestly. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, not everyone, I'm you know, the the Steiners, for instance, I guess, for example, probably aren't saints, you know, but, you know, I don't want to talk about, like, every little thing they've done. I just want to talk about how their match rules. With Benoit, there are certain matches we're gonna have to make a precedent for. And yeah, and Benoit is also a special case of like it's such a big event in wrestling history. Yes. With that, that seems precedent for anyone for any major wrestler named in speaking out. Yeah. I if like, we if we were reviewing a Stuka match, I'd probably have to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah! Or or I think David Starr Devlin matches in here. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think of the match? Three and three quarters. Physical. Yeah. I I didn't even really give it a star rating. I I probably would have given it three and a half, three and three quarters. Um, I still gave it really because I ha- I have to just to justify. I, I can do it for the French stuff because not give it a French because it's not in our era. Yeah. But for this, it's harder not to not give it a star rating because just to say I'm not comfortable. Yeah. It's, uh, I, yeah, I probably would give it three and a half, three and three quarters. I think, like, the first time I watched it, which would have been, like, live, I probably right. was thinking four. On a rewatch, I'll probably give it three and a half. Um, uh, only spot that really stood out to me, like, I don't know, I was kind of out of it watching that match. Um, I remember... Oh, I was out of it watching the match, too, because it was like... You're watching a murderer. You're watching a dude that, mur- you know, it's... Yeah. So, I... The opening... And this is talking from somebody who still... Might have been one of his greatest wrestlers. Yeah. yeah. Objectively. Yeah, it's. Of I mean, my criteria. Benoit, I mean, shit, Benoit, I, I've never seen a bad Benoit match. I've seen bad Bret Hart matches. I've seen bad Masawa matches. Like, you know, there's. Uh, you know, Dan- Danielson hasn't knocked it out of the park. Like, you know, like he, you know, Danielson's had bad opponents, you know. So he's had bad matches, I guess. You know, Dan. I don't know. I I think I'd have Danielson. I mean, I'd have all these guys over Benoit, like even without whatever. But, um, you know, it's I've never seen a bad Benoit match. Even with like fuckery booking and everything, I've never seen a bad Benoit match. Right. Yeah, the Jordan uh, David Devlin. There are two Jordan Devlin David Star matches in this. Yeah, well, uh, um, and we're probably going to preface that one the same way we preface Benoit. Yeah. I was a big fan of that Jordan Devlin David Star match from ODD, and I think I had it as my match of the year in 2019. I think I, I'm just bringing it up right now because I was I'm close. I like I it, it would have been close for me. I'm trying to. I'd have to like sit there and look. It was number one on my ballot. I went five stars on it. I okay, and I, I, I will admit I was a huge fan of David Starr, but 
keyword was, you know. And, Your keyword is was, yeah. Yeah, and once all this stuff came out, you know, you, you, had, you know, it was just like, fuck that guy. Yeah. It's just, and then is there a snucker match? I, I'm just, I'm just looking at it. Um, the spot I was telling you about before we started recording, um, seventeen one snucker match, and it's Terry Terry and Dory Funk versus Bruiser Brody and uh, Jimmy Snucker. That match is awesome. Um, but you know me, I'm a, I'm bigger on Brody than most, and. Uh, we might have to have the same conversation about Invader 1. Oh, God. Yeah. Fucking Invader 1. Because there's an Invader 1 Embry match and an Invader match with Star match. I just, we just talked about murderers. Led us to Brody, which led us to obviously something clicked and it was like Invader 1. Like, there's, you know, there, there is. It really isn't a precedent here. Yeah. Because Invader 1 wrestled after Brody died. Invader one, they I was talking about this with someone the other day. Um Everybody said. So not only did like Invader One keep wrestling and like st- pretty much nothing changed for him, like and, and, and he made money off the of Bruiser Brody. Oh yeah, and Onita um Onita did that angle where and apparently Invader One wasn't and like didn't know about this. But Onita did that angle where he like faked being stabbed by Invader One. And uh, do you know like some of the rumors about like some of the some of the rumors about why Onita wanted the match with Invader One? He wanted to kill him. Yeah, he wanted to accuse him and fucking kill him. Uh, which is just insane. Like that's an insane set of all this over fake wrestling, you know, fake, you know, whatever. And uh Maybe the press is some of this shit over on the too. Yeah. Um, yeah, just crazy shit. Yeah. Gary Lawler, next week. Who? Next week. Someone we have, might have the press shit about. Jerry Lawler. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we do it about yeah. everyone in wrestling history, we yeah. won't have a show. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. The, I mean... Yeah, it's stuff that needs to be talked about, you know. Um, I don't want it to be that show where we, like, say, hey, all your heroes suck. Especially since, like, you know, shit, I grew up loving Ultimate Warrior, you know. Like, it sucks to find out these guys are terrible people. But, like, whatever. Oh, people are still defending Pete Rose for that rape accusation. I'm just giving an example recently. Oh, God, yeah, I didn't know about that. I live in Cincinnati. I've met Pete Rose twice. I've met him as a child. Right? So, I, I have nothing to say about the Benoit match. Yeah, I don't... Actually, yeah. I was going to point out that I just... I remembered 17-year-old me loved um, that collar and elbow spot, which is really weird. But like, like the collar and elbows? Where they, where they the, like, went yeah, to the outside. But... Yeah. Uh, it's a unique spot in this match. I'm like, they just fucking brawls throughout the match, and it was good. I'm like, what? What more can we say about Chris Benoit? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's the books. There's, there's three different books. I know because I read. I was scrolling furiously through two, looking for a quote recently, and had to end up DMing a buddy to get the quote because he had the other book that I don't have. I don't even remember. I think he has Ring of Hell. I have uh, Sid and Nancy, or Chris and Nancy, and there's one other one. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's Dark Side of the Ring. Y'all can go read The Observers and listen to, uh, there's, you know, audio from that period. Um, I remember listening to the Don, it was called the Minority Report at the time. Um, with Don Tony, Kevin Castle, um, and they they did a show live when the whole Benoit shit broke, and that shit was wild. I, is there, is there like a leak to that? I think, I think he might have it out for free. Um, if you, if you find it, text it to me. Yeah. I'll, I remember, 
like I remember that night, uh, like I went to my buddy's house, my best friend in high school's house, and um, you know, it was a group of us and we wanted to watch because he was supposed to wrestle at that pay-per-view. I don't even remember what the pay-per-view was. It was uh, vengeance. Yeah, and he was supposed to wrestle punk, correct? He was supposed to wrestle punk. And we were so hyped because, you know, we were ROH guys. You know, we 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 were going to every ROH show we could. We we weren't around for Punk's era there, but we, you know, we had Punk versus Joe on DVD. We had Punk versus Raven on DVD. We we watched uh, you know, his feud with Jimmy Rave and loved that. You, you name it, whatever Punk did and in ROH, you know, and other places, you know, Mid South, wherever you want to say. Right. Um, you know, we uh oh God, someone's like drag racing down my street. That's the most annoying thing in the world. Sorry. Sorry if there was background noise there. No, uh, you're okay. But uh yeah, we were super excited for this punk match, right? You know, we were like punk is to wrestle Benoit. Like we were hyped for punk and we're hyped for the match, you know. And then they were like, yeah, due to circumstances, he can't make it. We're like, that's odd, you know. And then, like, the next day, it starts coming out and coming out. And then we, like, died. And then and then it's like, the kid's dead and Nancy's dead. And then we're like, you know, we're like. Maybe they broke in. And, yeah. And, you know, we and were. Then, we were and then it was after that roll. It was after that roll broke. Well, so. Dave, there was a quote from like around that time on one of the audio shows Dave did. That they fucking know? That they knew and still went with the tribute show. This company, man. Um, and that was probably one of the premise of the lapsed fan things about the Benoit tragedy. Yeah. Was oh, there's, another, there's another thing I'd plug. Um, you know, they have great all their deep dives and stuff about stuff like that are great. Um, uh, you know, it's, I mean, isn't the story that uh, Regal found out what happened and then still had to go do like the tribute? Yeah. And that's why he's so like, Vague. yeah, it's, it looks like, well, he, he like, he wears things so carefully, especially for a guy that, you know, had to be traumatized and uh, you know, it's comedy so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Benoit. That's... Yeah, it. it's not an easy conversation to have. And we brought a whole... Out, a, a, a whole... Chivalry here. Yeah. There's, you know, it just is what it is with Benoit. And I'm sure, you know, he's probably, because this wouldn't be, this probably isn't even like a top 20 Benoit match. So. If it was, then, and I would review it like it's a top 20 Benoit match. This is not a top 20 Benoit match. No. This is not Benoit versus fucking Sasuke. This is not the triple threat from WrestleMania 20. You know what? I I don't really I didn't really like that match that much. You know me, I'm bored to bored to tears anytime I see Triple H. Um, sorry if yeah, hot take, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm sure Benoit's going to be on this list a lot. Uh, I'm sure there's Benoit's on this list. I didn't actually count because he's the only Benoit here, unless one of the French guys. He's only on this list six times. Wow, that's it's kind of match. It's the uh, it's the uh, the raw match, the uh, Triple H Austin versus Benoit and Jericho, which is a top twenty Benoit match. That's uh, what probably the second or third the raw, the, the one that plays towards quiet. Yeah, I'd I'd have that as the second or third best raw match ever. It's up there with Brett versus one two three kid, uh, and um, uh, Cena versus Punk. Kurt Angle versus Kurt Angle and Benoit versus Edge and Rey Mysterio from No Mercy Out Two. That popped up on a 
we did a Rape Mysterio watch party on my Discord, and that popped up. I was like, nah, I don't need this right now. It's on the same week as FTR and FTR versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega, just to say. And then that's not like uh, uh, Chris Benoit versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. And then we have Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho. I don't even remember this match. And Chris Benoit versus Steve Austin. No New Japan shit. That is weird. Huh. Let me see a Pegasus, because... Oh, yeah, Pegasus Kid. Wild Pegasus, yeah. Pegasus versus Sasuke. Okay, that's coming up pretty soon, actually. And then Black Tiger 2 versus Pegasus. Eddie and Benoit. Is that the one... That's that from New Japan. Yeah, is that the one where he knocks Eddie out? I think that is the one. Oh, my I God. Uh, yeah. So, only eight Benoit matches in total, and it's a it's a pretty big list. So that's yeah, that's pretty shocking in a, in a way, in a way, you know. But let's preview the next two weeks because we do have a repeat on our hands next week. But we okay. have a lot to talk about with the three matches remaining. I think we'll have enough. Yeah. And we and we go on banters anyway. So the first match that is listed here is Kiyoshi Tamura versus Malachi Ilokin. I'll show you how it's pronounced because I'll share my screen with you. Not my entire screen cancel. But um time. Episode like okay. This guy, we did watch this match, I believe. It's a shoot style match. Let me see. I think we have watched that one. Yeah, that sounds right. Gary Waller versus Austin Idol from Memphis in '87. That'll give us a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. Bret Hart versus Perfect from SummerSlam '91. Classic. And then Junakiyama versus Kenta Kobashi. That's wait, that's oh. I don't week. think I don't think I've seen that one actually. Seven twenty four ninety eight. Hmm. Then and then the week after we have Triple H versus Chris Jericho from Fully uh, Loaded. I know, you're so excited. <laughs> We have another match match too. And then we get that's unfair to Hunter. Uh, Hunter, the smartest man in wrestling. Then we have Harris versus Metallica. The Hunter match actually might be the best match on here for week five. Uh, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the CMLL match, so I don't know. And I'm not going to rate the match because it's France. Yeah. So, so yeah, we have that coming up. Yeah. And Volcan, we have Volcan coming up. Yeah, versus Good. Yoshi Koshaka. And a lot of people think Volcan's a gr- an all-time great, yet he has only like sixty matches under his repertoire. Yeah, that's a what a wild career. There needs to be like a documentary. Uh, yeah, someone's got to do, like, even if it's like a, not, I guess, 60 matches, it's not like a deep dive, but. Yeah, you know, somebody's got to do it. Someone, someone get on that. When it, why don't you, when you, uh, uh, historians, uh, y'all get on that. Y'all get a review. Get on. Get on get on me, yeah, you got to give me some Volcon content. But. Adam, you actually have something to plug. <laughs> I I do. Uh, my Twitter at Adamiri and TWF. Um, Message him for the link for the yeah, uh, for the link um, if you need it. Um, and also uh, starting 
starting September 10th uh, for Bodyslam.net. I will be um, doing a show called All Elite Weekly with uh, Mike from Bodyslam. He's the uh, he does a lot of their content, and um, he is um, he does a lot of their content. He's their social media manager. Um, uh, he and Cassidy Haynes, uh, I guess, we're looking for new content. Uh, they uh, had a conversation. I guess my name came up, and um, here we oh. are. Uh, we Body Slam Not that has is officially added a thousand subscribers now. Um, we are close to uh, partnering with YouTube, which would enable super chats. Um, so y'all go uh, <laughs> hit the like button, subscribe, push the bell for notifications. Do all that good stuff, man. Do all that good stuff for Social Suplex too, because Suplex too, of course. Because because we're, we're trying to post clips on there. I am. Gonna start posting clips on there. I'm gonna separate all the uh, match reviews. I'm probably gonna separate the Benoit conversation we had. <laughs> probably. I mean, that would be the clip from this week. That would be the clip. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be the clip. Yeah, that would be the clip from this week. I'm like, yeah. But um, DJ D Cook is on Twitter. Yeah. Shout out to Super Suplex. Shout out to Suplex. Yep. Super Suplex on YouTube too. Um. That's where that actually now. One Nation Radio. Yes. Doing well with those YouTube shorts. Yeah, uh, good for them. They have, um, like, probably the best modern-day wrestling podcast out, in my opinion. But they also talk about the shit I like. You know, it's, and, you know, they'll, they'll, I mean, both wrestling-wise and in life, you know, because they'll just be talking about rap or whatever, or, you know, basketball, whatever. Um and we also have the New Japan show. We had the All Things Elite, the um, All Elite Match Guide. Um, and then I think those are the condition shows right now. Um, and us right now. Um, and then we have, we of course have our Lucha Underground podcast and then Lucha Undead and then more. You can just check it out at socialsuplex.com as well. So thank you for listening and. You guys have a good time. Peace.